What is up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Surfing the Stream, where every week we are on a quest to find out what is the greatest movie of all time. I am Matt Primo, joined by my brother, Josh Primo. What's up, my bitches? And today we are here to review another movie, uh, put air quotes around uh, new, new release. Uh, it was released earlier this year, uh, what, four months ago, some, some, something like that. Uh, we are reviewing The Protégé. Uh, going into this movie, I had heard mixed things. I had heard that it was like one of the worst movies of all time. And then some people said, no, it's actually pretty good. Well, uh, we, we got some things to dive into on this on this particular episode. It, honestly, I don't have a really good, not, not good as in like, do I like it or not? But like, I don't know where I fall on the spectrum of whether I like this movie or not. So I may not decide until like the very end of this review on whether I like it or not. Uh, but before we jump into the review for The Protégé, I do have some exciting news. Well, exciting for us. Uh, starting January 1st, we will be releasing uh, t-shirts for the two-game podcast. Not surfing the stream just yet, so I guess it's kind of weird that I'm saying this on a different podcast. But you know what? You know what? Go fuck yourself, because I can do whatever the fuck I want. So the Two Game Podcast, which is our overall name for all of our podcasts together, uh, we have merchandise now. We're putting out some basic designs for t-shirts. I'm wearing one currently, and it looks fucking dope. It looks slick. and Or sleek, not slick. This is going to be a... I, I can already tell just from me fucking up with my words here. I, this is going to be a, a bad podcast. Just go ahead and let you know. Hey, man, I was letting you go with it. <laughs> uh, <but> yeah. <laughs> The shirts, as of now, will be $25, if I'm not mistaken. Now, if you buy one, that helps us out, okay? That's that's money going back into the podcast. It's not me going to buy, you know, me a new car or anything like that, although I would not be opposed to buying a new car. But this money is not going to a new car. This is money going to buying movies and games for all of our podcasts. This is going back into the business. I mean, you get a dope t-shirt out of it, so win-win for everybody. Uh, shout out to our twenty dollars tier supporters: Carmen DeSicchio, uh Eric Hernandez, Sharon Petrie, Lindsey Humble, and Michael King. Oh, Eric Hernandez as well. Uh, we appreciate y'all each and every month. Without y'all, we would not be able to do this. So thank you so much, uh, sir. Let's fucking do this. Let's get it. Let's get it. The pro uh, question: Do what? employees get free T-shirts or eh, do they? Eh. Eh. I mean, I have pretty shitty working conditions. I don't have high expectations. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> as many times as you fuck me during the week on uh, not recording, I, it, honestly, you should be paying for two shirts and only getting one shirt in return. Sir, you bail on me just as much. <laughs> it it, it just happened. Yeah, yeah, it just happens to be a dink that I fucked it up two two weeks in a row. Well, let me tell you, I have this like itching suspicion throughout the day i'm like that, that, that dude's gonna fucking cancel me tonight just let me go ahead and get ahead of this hey man you want you want to do it tomorrow night? oh i'm so glad you fucking brought it up <laughs> oh motherfucker as here as you that is not me and then i text you i'm like i'm good for it and you're like uh well we're playing mario kart that's fair that was yesterday yeah that was fair that's fair <laughs> <laughs> well i mean if they're playing mario kart right there i can't you're, that's all we're gonna hear is them um screaming i won i won uh sir the studio is for taking showers and recording not playing mario kart yeah but the door's right there motherfucker 
Oh. You have kids. You know how it is. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, yeah, greatest ever. I fucking love them. <laughs> I, I love them pro- most when they're sleeping. Right. The protege. Rescued as a child by a legendary assassin, Anna is the most skilled contract killer in the world. However, when her father figure is brutally killed, she vows revenge for the man who taught her everything she knows. Uh, This movie is directed by Martin Campbell, which has directed a handful of movies, and they're all over the spectrum in terms of good, bad, whatever, you know? Uh, personally, he has directed Mask of Zorro and Legend of Zorro, which are two of my favorite movies of all time. Specifically, Mask of Zorro, which is in my top five. Uh, fucking love that movie. So I had high hopes coming into The Protégé, just based off of how much I love Mask of Zorro. Uh, he directed Green Lantern, which is, I mean, for the most part, panned by critics and fans. Like A lot of people just fucking hate that movie. Uh, Casino Royale, which is a was is probably the best James Bond movie, if I had to say. Uh, Edge of Darkness, Goldeneye, another good James Bond movie. Uh, Vertical Limit, and then The Foreigner, which I didn't fucking like. Uh, did not that was that was a movie with uh, Pierce Brosnan. You remember uh, when I was saying he had a fucking terrible Irish accent, and come to find out he's Irish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that dude has the worst like Irish accent I've ever heard. And come to find out, that's actually his accent. <laughs> <laughs> Your voice oh. is absolutely horrible. So I guess uh, I'll go fuck myself on that one. Yeah. The movie had a budget of, I don't really know. I did some Googling, could not find a budget for this movie, although it grossed $8.3 million. It stars Michael Keaton, Maggie Q, and Samuel L. Jackson. It has a runtime of one hour and 49 minutes, and it was released worldwide August 20th, 2021. Uh, fun facts. And by fun facts, I mean one. I have one fact for you. It was filmed in Vietnam and Romania. And that's it. I have a movie goof for you, sir. Ooh, okay. Whenever she's putting the label on that uh, cigar box that she's going to mail. Mm-hmm. Vietnam is spelled wrong. Was it really? Oh, no. Nah. Now nah, I need to fucking go back and just go to that Heck one. Yeah, man. I was like, Did you notice in the movie? Uh, no, no. I, I, I look uh, specifically online for movie goofs. I didn't even notice it, but then again, I did have a pedal education, so I probably would have spelled it wrong too in hindsight. <laughs> <laughs> is it I before E? after C or what, what <laughs> but from now on whenever I spot a uh, research a movie goof and I find it I will go back to verify that it's actually there mm-hmm. so so I'm not dicking everybody over and they're like there's supposed to be a penis in there and there wasn't hmm. well what kind of movies are you watching sir <laughs> only the good ones sir <laughs> right <laughs> uh so my expectations going into this movie, sir, I expected some decent action, fighting scenes, some you know decent to solid character work. Just from and we we kind of briefly talked about this. I didn't expect a James Bond level of production. 
I was expecting it to be entertaining with like a sense of humor. Because if you go back to some of his more like the Mask of Zorro, there is some there. I mean, there's humor all throughout that entire throughout the entire movie. So that's kind of what I expected. Nothing that makes you just want to roll on, on the floor laughing your ass off. But, you know, something to chuckle about every now and then to break the tension. And that's kind of where I fell with my expectations. What about you? Uh, so I went in. I didn't even watch the trailer. I just read the uh, description. So I was pretty open-minded coming into it. But you already know from the description that, you know, when her father figures killed and you're like, oh, so they're going to be doing a bunch of flashbacks in this movie. So I wanted to know, you know, are they going to be done well? Or are they not going to be done well? Then I know Samuel L. Jackson's in it. Are we going to get the good one? Or we're going to get the uh, snakes on a plane one. Uh, uh, somewhere between, in between there. Yeah, and then... Uh, I don't know, man. It's like that... You read the description, you're like, alright, but... Has this been made about a million times already? It's... It's not very original in anything. And that's kind of one of the, the biggest issues with it. I mean, if it did something different, like... Casino Royale. I mean, that was a completely different James Bond movie than we had seen in a very, very long time, if ever. I mean, I haven't seen a bunch of the older ones, but like the Pierce Brosnan ones, I mean, nothing was like the Casino Royale movie. Or we could even go back to Batman Begins, where that movie was completely different than any of the other Batman movies. Now, granted, it's a great movie on its own, but just imagine if like, this movie it did something different that we've never seen before. Maybe we could kind of put aside all the the bullshit that it did wrong. I could agree with that, but I will go on record and say you use Batman as a refre- a reference an odd number of times. I used it once. No, not today. It's like all the time. When? Motherfucker, you say, oh, I- it reminds me of Batman and Robin. It reminds me of Batman. It reminds me of the Joker. It reminds me I forgot to suck his penis. <laughs> I don't think I have literally ever said any kind of Batman reference on any oh, podcast you, with you. you right, I'm going to start taking notes. You definitely can, have. You, I can take notes. I'm calling bullshit on that. I am not as Tina. You always be fucking referencing it. Bullshit. If bullshit. you follow our podcast. And I have ever mentioned multiple times a Batman reference. Please give us a comment on our Facebook, go to our Patreon, or email me to gamepodcast at gmail.com. For the love of God, in this argument, because I, I have I'm never right. mentioned, I may have compared someone to the Joker, but other than that, I don't think I've ever mentioned Batman on the podcast before. Oh, you, sir, you, you did a whole genre series of... With uh, you, I said. It doesn't matter. No, you can't throw that caveat in there. We talking about in general. Well, I... I look, look. Guilty. That's I know, what I know, that guy I just know, said. He's like, oh, man, oh, uh, yeah. Look, I know this is a little difficult to comprehend, but I just want you to know, when I review a Batman movie, I do have to talk about Batman. I... Look, you're smart. <laughs> I'm not talking about reviewing it. I'm saying you did a genre series, so we know you're big into it. Yeah. And you've made you've made other mentions of this throughout the podcast. Ah, nope, nope. Hard disagree. 
right, I'm going to go back and listen to 113 of them bitches, and I'm going to find out which ones it was in. Uh, sir, our, our, we're almost up to 150, so you got a lot of podcasts to listen to. Yeah, you got a lot of these nuts to get on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and a little salty taste all of a sudden. <laughs> you you always get me off on a tangent. <laughs> well, you know, I recently did a survey with all of our Patreon supporters about uh about things we can improve, things we do good, things they want to see. And they're all like a, a few of them are like, yeah, I love the uh, the structure or lack thereof of all the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, is that like a dig at me, but also kind of like pat me on the back? <laughs> they, they say, get off that soapbox, motherfucker. <laughs> hey, they love my rants. They love my rants. <laughs> all right. Go back a little back on track here. How did you like this movie, sir? Or I, do you even know if you liked it or not? I'm in the middle. I didn't hate it. Uh, I didn't not like it. So I'm kind of confused. I don't know if I did like it or not. Uh, I'm, I'm right there with you. I'm like, I want to like this movie so much. Because the one good thing, the one cool thing about movies like this I mean, you almost call them like hidden gems, not hidden gems. I mean, it was a a release in theaters and whatnot, but it's definitely one of the, the smaller production movies, right? So you finding like this quote unquote hidden gem and loving it, it, it it's good, you know? It, it's not like watching like, uh, and I'm just going to do this because I'm, I'm a fucking troll. It's not like watching a Batman movie and I mean, you fucking know what you're going to get with that, right? You expect it to be amazing. <laughs> they such a dick. <laughs> you know, you know, like say we watched Forever Purge uh, last week, and I knew immediately I fucking hated that movie. This one, I go all the way through the end. I'm like, I didn't hate it, but it wasn't like the best movie I've ever seen. I don't. It left me feeling like. I don't know how to feel. I feel like, yeah, you know, I watched a movie back in Kung Fu and Review. What movie was that? The uh, uh, Ninja Assassin. Okay, it was it was told to me, described to me as a John Wick Kung Fu movie, and I was like, <laughs> I'm fucking there, right? I mean, that Hell sounds, yeah, that sounds fucking amazing. And when I watched the movie, I'm like, dude, there's some dope action sequence in this, but I feel like it didn't capitalize on everything. Like I didn't truly love it. Like it was just like, it was a cunt hair from being this amazing movie, but it was kind of like, I mean, it was okay. It was okay. And that's kind of where I'm at with this. Like, I feel like if they could have just changed a couple of things that it goes from being this movie that we're not even sure if it's good or not to, nah, that was actually a pretty fucking good movie. So all in all, I I I, I am kind of in the same boat with you. I watched it and I was like, I think I liked sixty percent of this movie, but there was about forty percent of it that I was like, ah, oh, no, not really jiving with me. I don't really like this. But you know, me and you discussed this. There was so much James James Bondish because I called nasty. I said, 
dude, did this remind you of a James Bond film? You're like, that's totally what I was going to ask you. Yeah, I mean, granted, the dude did make the director did make two James Bond movies, so maybe. But you know, but you know, something else is odd is there's a pretty big cast here for this movie. Oh, can I mean, you, about, you can we talk about the uh, T100 in this movie? Man, you dude was fucking old. Dude, <laughs> I was like. Ah, damn, I thought I aged fucked up, but this guy got me beat big time. <laughs> that dude a little old as shit. Uh, for real, man. That's uh, He played in Sopranos. So when was that? That was... uh. Oh, my God. Dude, that was... That was... uh, 15, Almost 20 years ago. 15, 20 years ago, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, I guess that's about right. But that... uh, Michael Keaton looked amazing. I was like, dude, I would totally do him. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa, I didn't mean to say that. You know, it's, it's so funny. I was about to kind of put a little jab in there towards you, but then you just took it away from me. I'm like, you fucking thunder stealer. Uh, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was, you I was had, my line. I tell you, the weirdest looking dude ever is. Uh... Oh, fuck. That was, that, never mind. <laughs> dude, I, I, I was thinking about <laughs> I put a disclaimer at the beginning of this episode I, th- I said it was going to be fucked up and it is fucked up <laughs> uh, I, I was watching something last night and I'd seen an actor I hadn't seen acting in a long time and I'm like damn that dude looks fucking weird but it's totally not this movie and I, th- I was thinking it was <laughs> god bless hard to find dude time. I only slept three hours last night so oh that's, that's fair I I one of the things I don't like about this movie is just how old everyone is in this movie. I think that's one of the things that really just bothers me because this movie's called The Protege. When you think protege, you think young and experienced, right? Yeah, definitely. They they went fucking 30 years later on this shit. I'm like, God damn, 30 fucking years later? Fuck. Yeah, you know, She's in her 40s in this movie. You never really got a good explanation on how either Samuel L. Jackson or her got into being an assassin. No, I mean, that. I, I don't know if they were trying to set this up for a potential sequel or, or whatever, and they can explain those things in the sequel. I, I don't think there will, be, there will be a sequel, to be honest with you. But, I mean, when you, when you plan for a sequel while you're making the first movie... Ah, you really fuck things up when you don't explain things like like you just mentioned, where there there's just backstory that we we would like to know, and you just kind of skim, skim all over it. Yeah, you know the biggest, and I'll say this is probably number one complaint I had with this movie is sometimes it would jump scene to scene, and there would be like a gap, like it jumped, and you're like, what the fuck. Because she's running away from him, hits by a car, and then all of a sudden she's getting tortured, yeah, and interrogated. And I'm like, you know, you didn't even think she was going to get captured, really. I mean, it, it, it was more than just that one scene. But I thought that was a very odd way to, you know, transition to the next scene. The way it, they did it. it, it was very jarring. It was the editing is not very good in this movie. It's not. So I, I'm 100% there with you. And I I really didn't 
get a good sense of who Samuel L. Jackson's character was going to be or his story pretty much you know you you get some of it but it was uh to be desired man I, I it left me confused in some parts of it so here's here's what I think about this movie okay I think you go in you start this movie off I I wrote a note and it says nine minutes if this is what the rest of the movie is I am fucking all in when she goes into the pool and fucking kills like everybody with a span of like 10 seconds. I'm like, fuck yes, let's go. Like that, that was a dope scene. What do you think? That, that was, that, that was a really good one, man. It, uh, the little special effects on when he gets stabbed in the neck and everything. Right. Dude, that was, I, I was hooked at it. I'm with you. And then she just walks out and leaves the money. And, uh, Moody's like, really? <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I agree with you. It, it started out really good. So, yeah. And then I think the movie after that is just so uneven, unbalanced and from scene to scene. There are some scenes that are, are pretty good. And then you have some scenes that are just like, what, what the fuck is going on here? Like, this is kind of boring almost. But then you have other scenes that just have terrible acting. Like the acting is all over the place. And then the dialogue, sweet Jesus. The dialogue could be good at times, but then at other times, it is atrocious. And then speaking of dialogue, I I would be an idiot to not mention the greatest line in cinema history. Ever. It is the greatest ever, ever. That is the greatest you. line ever. I called you as soon as I watched the movie. Like, Have you fucking seen this movie yet? And you were like, no. And I was like, all right, well, I heard the greatest line in cinema history. I'm not going to tell you what it is. And then you're going to text me when you hear it. And you did. And I just knew it when I heard it. It's one of those <laughs> things where you're like, that is the greatest shit I have ever heard. I laughed so hard. And I, I almost threw up. Oh, yeah. And the first thing I did was X out the movie after I heard it and was like, <laughs> <laughs> right. got it. <laughs> so just to give y'all some, so y'all are not like, oh, what, what the fuck is the line? All right. If you want to know the context of this line, um, then you need to go watch this movie. Okay. Because this, like, I am not exaggerating. This is the greatest line ever spoken in a movie. Uh, Anna and Rembrandt are at a restaurant. They're like on a date slash we're just going to fucking talk shit to each other kind of dinner. And they're sitting from across from each other. Anna starts pointing a gun at uh, Rembrandt's. Uh, manly parts as they say and then he's talking shit and then he pulls out a gun and points it at her uh womanly parts as well and then he basically asks her to go up to their room to to fondle each other basically to put you know this is a kid's show so they they, they fondle each other okay the, the birds and the bees to which Anna says, and this is where the ch the the children's show kind of fucking goes out the window. I'm about to read. <laughs> <laughs> she says, "You point a gun at my pussy, and then you ask me to bed." <laughs> Dude, I ranked that up there with the Sharon Stone uh, leg curls. <laughs> right. Dude, I fucking heard that, and I was like, "Did she just fucking say that? That is fucking amazing." That dude, that was hilarious. Oh, that was so good. 
But other than that, I mean, the dialogue is all over the place. The, the movie in general is just all over the place in what it is. Uh, one second, like I said, the action is really great. And then the next second, they give you some romance shit. I don't know how I feel about the whole romance thing between Rembrandt and Anna. I don't know how I feel about that. I didn't get that at all, man. I, I, that, I that's what like I have in my notes. I was thinking, I was trying to see what you thought about it, but they bang and then she kills them? I mean, oh, spoiler. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like that could be one of the things that would have made this movie unique is, well, the two killers actually kind of love each other. And then you, I mean, you, but then again, they kind of did that with already with Mr. and Mrs. Mrs. Smith a little bit. So how unique would this be? But it would have made, made it a little bit different from any other uh, assassin movie would be the assassins loving each other and having sex and, and whatnot. But I think yeah. the way they started that relationship and kind of unfolded it just seemed like they skipped like a huge part of the relationship and they were just like, oh my God, let's fuck. Like that kind of thing. Yeah, because you totally seen it coming when they met in a bookstore. See, I I, I thought he was going to be the big bad. Like he was going to be the, the, the boss of the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, I, I got what you, yeah, I get what you're saying there. When he shows I up in the store, when he shows up in the store, I'm thinking, well, maybe he's doing like some recon shit trying to get a feel for her and whatnot and then it kind of dives into this romance story and i'm like wait and he's not I, i'm gonna shoot this towards you if he would have been the main bad guy and not the old ass dude i think this movie would have took on a totally different direction yeah i mean, I, I just think they the things that they do good in this movie and the things that they do bad in this movie are separated by execution, I think. I think there are some great ideas in this movie. It's just, like I said, it's just not executed very well the the further you get into the movie. Yeah, yeah, it definitely has areas to improve on. But like you said, it's not something that I can just say, I hate it. And then going back to my original point of the actors just being too old. Michael Keaton, I mean, Maggie Q did a great job with her, uh, with her, I don't know if she did her own stunt work or whatever, but she, it looked like she did a really good job in the action sequences. Michael Keaton, I don't know. I, I don't know if it's because he was old or the way it was the, the choreography of the scenes or whatnot, but it just seemed like he was just real stiff and slow. Shout out. And all of his action. <laughs> So, I don't know, when they were fighting in the uh, the room, and I, don't know, I think she shoots she shoots at him or something like that, and he, like, gets behind the fridge. You remember that? Yeah, you know. I, it takes, like, ten seconds for him to get behind the fringe and then open it, and then she shoots him. I'm like, wow, we could have, like, I don't know, you could have been a little bit faster, maybe? Yeah, I, I, I'm with you. I couldn't tell if it was him or the choreograph to it. I'm not sure which way it went, but I, I noticed what you were talking about there. And then we got to talk about the big twist at the end. Quote unquote, uh, quotations mound twist. About Moody being alive. I, I see. I fucking hated it. Hated it. I did too. I, I thought we could have done better. And mm -hmm. I definitely thought we could have killed the uh, the head guy a lot better than what we did. 
yeah, it's off screen. Like, bruh, come on. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I don't know. I, I'm with you, man. I don't think he should have been. I don't think that twist was necessary. I think it ruins. Look, when you do twists like this, there's. It, it's a very fine line between being able to execute it perfectly and then it being a total uh, just fucking stupid. Okay. Let, let me let me say this. What if, what if they did this twist, but instead Moody comes back as the bad guy, and he's doing some some crazy shit, and then he tries to do, he tries to ask Anna to help him in the situation, and she turns against him, and they fight. I mean, that would have been a lot better than, oh yeah, I uh, shot him with a shotgun, shot him in the face, and then threw my clothes on him. What? What kind of fucking fake out is that? That it just to me that is pure lazy writing, and I fucking hated it in this movie. Yeah, it definitely should have been better right there. I, I totally agree. I didn't buy it. I didn't like the uh, the whole bunker kill. No, that whole that whole sequence right there. There, even them two talking, man, was just like it. Just it was Samuel L. Jackson coming out to the wrong side of Samuel L. Jackson. Mm-hmm. 100%. The final third of this movie is not good. As, as soon as I want to say it's when they bring back Moody, the the movie just completely falls apart for me. Yeah, yeah. I, I, don't, a... I don't like any, any of the choices they made in the back half of the movie, in the back third of the movie. Yeah, because you know, Anna got shot like 50 times and she's like bleeding everywhere but still she's good yeah like bro you is you's a good healer i guess yeah i mean it looked like she was gonna die and then it's like oh surprise i can still walk around even though i have my large intestine blowed out my back <laughs> right i'm actively <laughs> shit, i'm actively shitting out my spine yeah no shit i mean some of their shooting scenes were really good and some of them were just really I guess towards the Jane Bondish style, mm-hmm. you know, like the running through the ceiling. Yep. And the ceiling tiles all exploding around them. I, yeah. I didn't that, care for that. I didn't care for that, but I mean, some of the shootout scenes were really good though. See, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like they could have, ex- there was, there was, okay. I'm perfectly okay with them kidnap or capturing her and then torturing her. I'm perfectly okay with that. I think in a story like this, that that kind of works. But what if, what if she's trying to escape them and then she's like near the brink of death? I mean, she she got hit by a car. I mean, that's really all that happened. And then she got kidnapped. Uh, what if like she got shot a couple times and she's beaten the fuck up and then she gets kidnapped and then she barely escapes kidnapping with her life. And then she has like this character moment where she realizes... Like, she kind of picks herself up, so to speak, and she kind of gets back on her feet and goes and finishes the mission of killing all those people. I think that would have served a better purpose than her just getting kidnapped and the next scene, her and Rembrandt fucking. I mean, that's basically what happened. Yeah, pretty much. I totally agree with you. I think that would have worked a lot better than uh, the way they went with it. I I, I think I should write movies, honestly. I mean, you got to come up with something better than 
uh, would you like, I know we just like try to kill you, but would you like some bone broth? <laughs> bone broth. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> did he, I was like, did he mean chicken soup? <laughs> right. <laughs> it, it, it literally was just water. <laughs> uh, yeah. like he, he didn't give her any food. It was just water. Yeah, that, and that was that was bone water. <laughs> I got some bone water. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so salty. It's so salty. <laughs> Leaves this weird film in my mouth. <laughs> and, uh, that lady says, uh, you didn't blanch the bone well enough. <laughs> I can teach you a thing or two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't need uh, you to be telling me how to use my bones. <laughs> <right>. <laughs> so I think as we discuss this movie, I think, I don't know, man. I'm still kind of on the fence. I want to like this movie so much. I really do. Because I think on paper, this movie should work, but it doesn't. It doesn't. And that really kind of, it might be from the fact that I spent ten dollars on this, and I really want my ten dollars to be worth it. But uh, just it wasn't. It wasn't worth it. And I, I know we had some. We you know showed the flaws to this movie, but it doesn't make me hate this movie. Uh, but it's not like, hey, dude, go watch this movie. It's that good. It's but when for some you... reason, I like this movie. I don't know why, but. It's not something I would buy, if that's what you're asking, but for some odd reason, and I don't know why, I liked it. I, I, I'm going to lean towards borderline liked it, but I, I, like I said, I spent $10 on it. I got it on sale. I don't think this movie's worth $10. I, I almost don't even think it's worth $5. It, it's one of those movies that you kind of hope goes to a streaming site, to a streaming app, and you can just watch it like on Netflix or Hulu or whatever. It's it's almost one of those types of movies for me. Yeah, I definitely agree with you there. It'd be one of those, like you said, you find it on that and you're like, man, that's pretty good at, you know, for a free movie coming to the app. How much is how much are Redbox movies nowadays? Do you know? Dude, I, I man, I hadn't went to a Redbox in a long time. Yeah, it's been years. If, I always forget if, to go take them back. Right, and then I oh, my, that $1 movie was fucking like $10. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, I could have bought this motherfucker. So, I don't know. If, if Redbox has this movie for like $2, and you just need something to, to waste your life away on a weekend, and you just don't really give a shit about your money for $2, then by all means, I think at that point it's okay. But we start getting into the $5, $10 range. No, don't don't fucking do it. Don't do it. Just wait for it to come on a streaming app, I I think. Yeah, I mean, they won't hate their time, but they won't be like, money well spent. Right? I mean, you could definitely do a lot worse with $2. Yeah, I mean... There's a sexual no, there's, somewhere. I can't find it. <laughs> I, I was really. <laughs> I was hoping you'd back me up on that one. <laughs> I was reaching for I was reaching for one sir, but then I was like, I don't even know how to connect that. I'm good. 
I was like, look, what I'm about to say that there's a there's a there's a joke, you know, I can alley oop to Josh on this. I'm a, I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt. I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking throw it up and hope he he fucking dunks it, and you fucking didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but but I'm here to say that I probably would not have done a better job. <laughs> you, you should uh, lower your expectations, sir. I, should. <laughs> I, should. I don't know what part of our history has my expectations so high. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, that'd be like when I texted you and said I saved those passwords. You're like, yeah. I mean, I know you're lying, but thank you for trying. <laughs> <laughs> I was like. uh yeah, because I have to give you my passwords to all my accounts all the time, and uh, I'm just like, yeah, I know you should tell me what I want to hear, but I'm a, I'm prepared to give it to you my, my password next week. <laughs> <laughs> so I gave this movie. Two, I gave this movie two stars. I gave it three. I gave it three. Ooh, uh, ooh. I think it's right in the middle. It's a good middle of the road movie. I mean, it does it have issues? <laughs> of course it does, but you won't hate your time watching it. That's fair. I, I give it two just based off some of the the flaws in the movie in general. Not is is two stars what I would say is my liking of the film. No, it's probably right around two and a half. Uh, I wouldn't go to a three, but two and a half was probably where I sit with how much I liked it. Uh, two stars for the unevenness with the, uh, the story how it just doesn't fucking make sense at times, the editing, some of the character work, development, dialogue being atrocious at times, other than that one line, which is the best of all time. Uh, and some of the, just some of the laziness in in the in the movie. I mean, some of the, some of the action sequences, you just look at it and you're like, you just kind of rolled your eyes with like how dumb, like did you really think this was going to pass? Like a uh, old girl got choked with a blanket. Did, do you remember that scene? Yeah, yeah. I was like, wait, that was not even like you can see the blanket around this girl's neck. It is not tight at all. Yeah, that's what he said. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just just some of the laziness in this movie. It's just not a it's not a well made movie. So I gave it two stars. Fair enough, sir. Go watch Masters Royal instead. That's that's his best movie, but yeah, I'm, yeah, biased. I'm biased. I'm biased. Touche, touche. But y'all, if y'all have seen the protege, uh, you let us know what you think. Go to our Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/twogame. That is the number two. Uh, let us know your thoughts there, or you can go to our Facebook, uh, Facebook.com/slash/twogame podcast. I don't, I don't really know our fucking address for Facebook to be honest with you, so I don't even know why I'm mentioning it. But you can find us on Facebook, uh, and just let us know there uh, what you think about the protege. Uh, and I think that's gonna be it for our review, sir. You got anything else? No, sir. Uh, as far as next week goes, uh, Josh and I are recording two reviews because I go on vacation on the seventeenth. So I think what do we end up deciding that we were gonna do? Do you even fucking remember? I, uh, God damn! I had I had you for one fucking thing, and that was to remember this shit. Hey, I can remember the movie. I know what it. I know what to click on. I just can't remember the damn name now. Uh, uh it's the one where the cowboys are, or the black guys. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, we are going to be reviewing the harder they fall, which is on Netflix. It's a more recent release. Uh, back in November, I, I believe. 
And then we're also going to be recording uh, Gladiator as of now. That could change. Not 100% sure on that. Uh, but Josh has never seen Gladiator. And I feel like it would be a disservice to everybody to not be able to experience his first thoughts on the Gladiator, which is a fucking amazing movie. Yes, sir. Uh, but yeah, uh, other than that, I think that's going to be it. And we will catch y'all next time on another review. We appreciate y'all joining us for this episode, and we'll catch y'all next time. Laters. Later. Later.